Hi, Bruno Jr. here. Our podcast, Busting Addiction and Smiths, is sponsored by SafeHouseRehab.com. SafeHouse believes that traditional treatments fall short of the needs of clients who face the modern problems of addiction. Modern problems need modern solutions. Multiple addictions, multiple relapses, multiple triggers, and cheaper and more powerful street drugs set up unprecedented challenges facing treatment centers. What is needed is a more sophisticated approach, a better way forward. There are three reasons to choose our progressive modern treatment program. One, a more sophisticated intake process. Two, technology proven to enhance recovery. And three, the most robust aftercare program in our sector. To learn more, visit us at safehouserehab.com. This is episode four, season 12. We are entitling this episode, You Are Not As Unique As You Think You Are. There's a concept you may or may not be familiar with, and it's called terminal uniqueness, and this has many implications. This concept applies to addicts, alcoholics, families and caregivers to addicted people, let's not forget about them, sociopaths, psychopaths, narcissists, those with borderline personalities, and other extremely self-centered people, like addicts. Each of these people firmly believe that they are truly unique, that no one on earth even comes close to being like them. So let's look at some facts first. Science says that humans are 99.9% exactly alike. Our bodies have 3 billion genetic building blocks or base pairs that make us who we are. Another way of saying exactly the same thing is that any two people on earth share 999 of a thousand DNA bases, which are the letters of the genetic code. And by the way, did you know that pigs and humans are 98% alike? And even pigs have minor genetic variations. I should know, I grew up with pigs, horses, cows, and other farm creatures, all gifts from a higher power, as I see it now. So much for being totally different from all other humans, because we're not. Now let's look at another unique type of human, the sociopath or the psychopath. This is a truly scary truth. According to the esteemed NIH, the National Institutes of Health in the U.S., which states that they state that about 4.5% of adult males or 1.1 million are psychopaths. That's really scary. Why do I bring this up at all? All the, all, all the all aforementioned people, I'm going to start over. Why do I bring any of this up at all? All the aforementioned people, with the possible exception of those who care for an addict and an alcoholic, believe that the rules do not apply to them. Addicts steal from their parents. Alcoholics stay out all night and spend their family's money at bars and with prostitutes. Addicts and alcoholics become narcissists, extremely self-centered people who care not a whit for the effect that they have on others in their lives. They become just like sociopaths or psychopaths, silver-tongued charmers, incapable of empathy, self-absorbed, habitual liars, manipulative, emotionally shallow and remorseless, without a sense of right and wrong, no moral center, never taking responsibility, and always blaming others. Does that sound like someone you know? You don't have to be a sociopath to start acting like one if you become an active, full-blown addict or alcoholic. That's why I brought all that up. For those who live with an addict alcoholic, I'm sure you've experienced the whining, 
You just don't understand. My situation is unique. Who else do you know who has to put up with blah, 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 the usual thing? One of the things that happens when an addict finally makes it into recovery and goes to a 12-step meeting is that they are counseled to look for the similarities as opposed to looking for the differences. One reason is that we need to get over the idea that we are all so unique when we are 99.9% exactly the same. And what we share is a desire to heal despite the apparent physical differences on the surface. We are taught by one of our co-founders in AA that we are people who normally would not mix. But here we are, all in the same boat, yet full of hope. The idea of terminal uniqueness came about because it was well known that if we held on to the idea that we were truly unique, it could kill us. No program could help us because our problem was special. We could not relate to other addicts because we are not at all like them, not like those other people. Standard rules do not apply to us, the terminally unique. We are like those scary people who call themselves sovereign citizens. Ever heard of these people? They scare me to death. Do you know why? Because a sovereign citizen plays by his own rules and does not comply with any rules imposed by the law or society. If he thinks it's okay to lie and cheat, or worse, then he is not to be held accountable by anyone because he plays by his own rules. He is a sovereign citizen. My goodness. So one title I had entertained for this piece was, (laughs) Are You a Psychopath? That was just to get your attention to the fact that active alcoholics and addicts are a lot like sociopaths or psychopaths, and there's a thin line to separate them. It's quite irrelevant, really, because it comes down to self-centeredness. The concept of uniqueness and self-centeredness are wrapped up in each other. Uh, If I'm at the center of the universe, I am by nature truly unique, and everything revolves around me. The absurdity of this idea is exposed the moment the addict realizes he is no longer in control and that his life has become unmanageable by him. So he can go on in a state of uniqueness and insanity, or he can surrender his obsolete ideas and accept that he is just like the rest of us addicts trying to get and stay clean and sober. No longer unique, no longer special. Humility is the price we pay for serenity, and humility then becomes one of the greatest assets we could possibly possess. It's called the healer of pain. For a reason. Becoming right size is the answer. Neither above nor below anyone. Teachable, unpretentious, authentic. A miracle happens when we surrender and let go of the burden of uniqueness. So what do we learn about uniqueness? We learn that, one, it's an illusion since we are 99.9% exactly the same and only 0.1% different. We are far more alike as humans than we are different. Two, it describes a state of mind where no one else matters. We are the center of the universe, exactly what addicts and alcoholics believe. Three, accountability goes out the window. Our actions may hurt other people. That doesn't really matter, so long as our own needs are met. Number four, it's only when these unique individuals to whom the rules do not apply finally surrender the illusion do they find any peace at all. And five, we are reminded in our 12-step program that selfishness can kill us unless we wake up because we are blind to the harm we do to ourselves and others too. Our podcast is sponsored by SafeHouseRehab.com, a modern approach to recovery. To learn more, visit us at SafeHouseRehab.com.